Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Tradies, a podcast brought to you from myself, host Monique Dralovac, bricklayer and owner of mjbricklaying.co. I have created this podcast to motivate, inspire and educate, bring you to a choice of topics from inside the construction industry, women in trades, mental health and wellness, along with a bit of fun. Hello everyone and welcome back to Let's Talk Tradies. Today I have with me Felicity, who is a qualified chippy, soon to be builder. So, hi Felicity. Hi everyone, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining me today. Felicity, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi guys, so yes, I'm actually a builder now. I got the certificate last week. Oh, did so, you? Yes, so I got the email saying that I've completed my builders, oh my which I'm so excited because That's so good. it just took, oh, it felt like it was a never-ending thing. It just kept going on with the marking going back and forth. So for finally to get the email saying that it's done, it's like I've crossed the line, like this is it, yeah. That is so good. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. Thank you, Thank you so much. <laughs> How long did you go doing your builders? Did you do that during your apprenticeship? Yeah, so I got the email saying onto my third year that I can do my cert four in construction. So that's when I thought rather than waiting for me to finish my apprenticeship, it's just easy if I do it halfway through my apprenticeship. So on my third year, I started doing the master builders. I'd done it through master builders. So I started doing my cert four. And yeah, so it was just an extra. I'd done it through master builders, which means that you have the option to do it at your own pace. So you can do your online tutorials with them or you can just completely be like, no, nah, I want to do this solo. So yeah. I've done it within, I think, less than two years. So yeah. I had the option to do it myself and I was like, you know what, yeah. So I've done it that way, which was a little bit more difficult, but so grateful for it because I am now probably the youngest female qualified builder in Australia. Oh, my God, that's so, amazing. Yes, I've put my name in. So Master Builders is going to do a little bit of researching to see if I am and then we'll go from there. So. And then you can put that on your resume. <laughs> yes, I'd love that. Just saying, yes, I'm the youngest qualified female builder in Australia. It's like, yes. So what are the plans with that then? Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. Like I'm just kind of, I'm one of those people that I take things day for day. So yeah. if something slides into my DMs, like an organization, like let's team up or we'll do this, that's when I'm like, yep, okay, let's do this then. Yeah. So just take it day by day, not putting pressure on the situation and just letting it happen naturally. It's the best way to go about it. So. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Thank so you. did you kind of, I guess, get into that because you started your apprenticeship and then everyone's like, oh, you might as well do it while you're completing your apprenticeship? Yeah. So even my TAFE teachers are like, you probably should do it because it's another pathway to your achievement in life. So having doing your carpentry apprenticeship is another stepping stone to complete something else. And I'm pretty sure you can do it with Brick Lane as yeah. well. So at four. So I was like, you know what? Okay, you can never be overqualified for anything. So I was like, you know, let's just do it. But they said, beware, you will lose your afternoon schedule. So you won't have time after work. Yeah. You won't have time on weekends sometimes and you got assessments. So just be aware of your life. It's going to be very limited and I was like you know what just why not let's do it because yeah. it's going to be it's going to be worth it so much more in the future so I wish I did mind during my apprenticeship yeah but I had a different story actually because everyone was like yep do it during your apprenticeship but then I actually contacted a few tapes and they were like no you have to have a minimum five years in the industry and this was like just talking I guess to reception and stuff in the in you know and I was like yeah. oh okay so and then also it was the fact that I was so scared of studying because I'm not one to study I've never yeah. been I'm a hands-on physical learner I cannot yeah. study pen to paper I was like oh my god so I've chickened out of that but I'm thinking about doing it next year do it um, I'm do scared it. of the studying <laughs> oh my god but <laughs> it is yeah I'm, I'm not gonna like 
sweep it under the rug. It's bloody hard. Yeah. It is so stressful sometimes. And I'm sitting here like, what the hell? But the support around it is amazing. Like you can always book a tutorial or you can just call up or email your teacher and be like, hey, what's this? Or how do you explain this? Or they give you an example and then you just go from there and it's so much easier because I actually have dyslexia. So my reading comprehension and reading everything and writing gets very mashed up quickly. Yeah. So some words that I did not understand, I'm like, well, hang on a minute, what is going on here? So being able to have that platform and that communication with your teachers and the ladies in the office actually helped me so much because I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't have that assistance on the side. Yeah. So it's great. No, that's really good that you had support there as well. Yeah, it's good. You need to do it, I'm telling you. It's yeah. so worth okay. it. Okay, I'm going to do it next year, guys. Oh, my God. I'm doing my <laughs> health and wellness coaching course next year as well. Well, actually, no, I've just started it. Oh, good on so you. So I'm, yeah starting to do that so that's about a six-month course so I'm gonna try and like fast track that as well because yeah I'm love my health and wellness stuff and yeah been through a lot myself um yeah. so I really want to do that something I'm really passionate about at the moment but then I'm gonna do my builders version because it's still all gonna be tied into one but the beauty yeah. of this podcast is I want to bring lots of health and wellness into it as well because there's so many people that are out there struggling with mental health and wellness yeah absolutely We've definitely all been through that yeah having or having different experiences but putting yeah. it together as one and just overcoming it is like such a milestone in yeah. everyone's achievements. So, yeah, absolutely. Yes. All right. So, uh, what inspired you to get into the industry? <laughs> school, believe it or not. I chose timber and construction as an elective because I hated school. Yeah. I didn't get along with the girls. I went to a private Catholic school. So, I feel like the girls there comparing to me were very different. They were like, I want a Lamborghini. I want this. And mum and yeah. dad can buy me this. And I was like, oh, my parents like, we're not buying you anything. You've got to do it on your own, chicken. Yeah. I was like, okay. So, Choosing that as an elective, I definitely was the outcast with all the girls there. And I was the first girl to do construction at my school as well. So doing that and then having the feel of what it's like when they started organising and setting up work placements for the people in year 11, year 10. So I was like, okay, so started doing that, done all different types of work placements, but carpentry and building just, it was like screaming at me, like, let's do this. So I was like, you know, okay. So that's where I actually started from was high school, choosing construction as an elective. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's so, so small, but yeah, like school. Yeah. How did you go at school then, I guess, when we're talking about that now? Because I <laughs> went to a private school as well yeah. for a couple of years and then I did my final year at a public school. Yeah. Yeah, it was different. It was a girl school as well. Oh, oh yeah. No, yeah. I went to a mixed private school for so boys and girls because I don't think at the girls' high schools they do construction yet. I don't think it's an option. Yeah, I don't think they have. No, so that's why I went to a mixed. Well, not only that, it was convenience around the corner from home and because I went to a public primary school, my parents thought because of my dyslexia, going to a private school is going to help with further my education mm-hmm. and helping me speak a little bit more and writing and whatnot. So choosing that definitely helped, like, I did not like high school. I absolutely hated it, but you need to do it. Like it's high school is your way to go about life. High school is going to tell you and determine what you want to do for your future. So going to that school, I'm so grateful because it made me choose construction and carpentry as one of my future jobs. So yeah, did not like high school, but I'm grateful that I went to the high school to be able to choose what I want to be as a woman going up into this world. So, yeah. Yeah. And how did you go getting your apprenticeship? So you did your, like, try trade through the school. How did you actually get onto your host trainer to do your apprenticeship? So it actually took two years to get into the industry. Yeah, so I was 14 when I decided that I wanted to do carpentry and it sucks because we get judged so much and I was very, very skinny and very, very tiny. So 
going for interviews with carpentry and building companies, they would look me up and down and be like, you can't do this job. Yeah. Look how tiny you are. Yep. Like, this is not going to happen. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'd go home, tell my parents about it. And they're like, no, no, don't, mm. don't take that as an answer. You do what you want to do. And I was yeah, like, okay. absolutely. So I left high school because I just wasn't getting along with the people there and it just, it was not, not for me. So I left and I actually done... You can't just be a bum at home and do nothing. You have to study or whether it's going to TAFE, staying in school. Yep. So I then done my business administration at TAFE because I had to do some studying at that age. I was only 15, 16 at the time, so 15. So I'd done that for the rest of the year instead of me doing year 11 because I just couldn't bear it anymore. Yeah, yeah. And right at the end of that year, I actually was on SEEK just applying for jobs. I went through MEGT. I went through SEEK, all those lines, and I ended up finding someone. So we set up an interview and they said, yep, we'll give you a go. And I was like, sweet, like, yes, I'm in the door. This is how you do it. Um, Done that for three months and it was shit. I was like, carpentry is not it for me. Like, this is not going to work. And... I had a lot of advice from people and we're in 2023 now. So we have so much help around us. We have female platforms. We can communicate with other girls because there's so much help and support around us today. But back then I felt so lonely. I couldn't talk to anyone about it because they're all boys and boys are boys. Like it's, it's a boys club. Like if you're a girl, it's like, "Mm, no thanks. Yeah. So I definitely felt like I was an outcast, but so I got advice from my parents and I just went off them and I was just not liking it. I got treated differently. I got looked down upon. I look, got looked like I was nothing. There was occasional of uh, sexual assault a little bit. Like I did get sexually assaulted throughout my apprenticeship when I was younger, my first year. So being able to overcome this and I was like, you know what? My parents, best advice my parents said to me was, it's not the job. Don't think it's carpentry. It's the people that you're surrounded by. Yeah. Which made me really step back and think like, if I want this, well, I'm going to fight for it regardless who's around me. It's not the job, it's the people you work yeah, with. Yeah, it is, yeah. So that's when I was like, you know what? Screw you guys, I'm going for it. I don't need you guys in my life. So left. Within two weeks, I got another job and I loved it. I was like, yep, yeah. this is like the this is where it starts. This is the benchmark. We're only going up from now. So, yeah. yeah. You know what? We have <laughs> such similar stories because I'm the same. I left school yeah. beginning of year 10. I actually homeschooled year 10. Yeah. Um, that's when I did my hairdressing. And then, yeah, same thing, going into the industry was so freaking hard. I I wouldn't say I was twig skinny, <laughs> but I was skinny, but I didn't have, like, any muscle. I was running yeah. around at the back of my house, like, every afternoon when I was committed to do bricklaying, <laughs> um, pushing full barrows of sand through sand just to, like, be able to, like, push a barrow and then yeah. say with the pat barrow moving bricks because we had we built our house, so we had, like, bits of things out the oh, back still. Um, but, yeah, I was just – so when you're so determined, you just oh, – I was yeah. constantly practising every day. But, yeah, it is. It's just it, – it was very hard. People have let you down. I I was very fortunate that I actually did have a good boss that I did my apprenticeship through, so I didn't yeah. have any problems with him. But I did work on occasional other sites, and the boys around were feral. Like, yeah. some, not all of them. Some <laughs> of them were pretty bad. And they just fully stare and be like, oh, and then they're like just stare all the time when I'm trying to do stuff. And it made, you, it made me feel so uncomfortable. I'm like, shit, I better not drop the barrel. <laughs> yeah, you just feel the pressure. It's like, oh. Yeah, you do. You look in every corner. Like, yeah. I'm getting watched right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, But it's amazing because, like, you're probably the same now that you know what you're doing, you're confident in your trade. Yeah. Now I rock up to the site and I own that shit. Yeah. I'm like, don't look at me twice. And then like, <laughs> if people do look at me, I like give them the fucking evils. I'm like, don't. Yeah. I'm like, I know what I'm doing. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm so feisty. If someone looks at me, oh, like, yeah. I'll look at them and I just wave, like, you know, like, because it's in my eyes, it's so normal. Like, yep, I'm it a trader. Wake so up, normal. go to yeah. work, do my job. People are staring. To them, it's not normal. So they're like, and I just, you know, 
wave and they're like, oh, oh, oh yeah. go do their own thing. Do you find that um, it's still a problem now? Do you actually feel like it's a lot more, like, less intense than it was when you were doing your apprenticeship? So much more, like, less intense. Yeah. When I first started, I was, as I said before, so skinny. I was just... Uh, I was so uncomfortable. I'd always walk around and, like, you know, I always had a hoodie on too. So sometimes when in winter I had my hoodie on and trackies, some guy would be like, hey, mate, can you move your car or something? And I look and they're like, whoa, like, yeah, you're a girl. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. And I didn't have, like, my family around me. I worked with a complete stranger. So it, it, it made me a little bit more uncomfortable because I had to try and prove myself to them. But mm. now where I am, it's like I don't need to prove to anyone yeah. anything because I'm qualified now, like, this is this is who I am. Mm. So I'm gonna have a bit of like you know a banter with your boys. I'm gonna get the job done. Yep. But yeah, there's always I don't know. You're never bored with me. Like I have a good conversation, but then I'm like, you know what? When it comes to work, it's work. Like that's it. Nah, exactly. Head down, bum yep. up. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some of like the major challenges that you have faced? I guess the stereotype of me being female on site. Yeah. Like that is massive. And when people say that, what else? And I was like, there really isn't anything else. It's you, you're female, you're tiny, you're petite, you can't carry this, you can't do what the males do. And it's like, it's not about what we can carry or what we get done at the end of the day. It's how you do things. Like you got to get good at something before you get quick at it. Like, mm. it's it's about you just being you, Phil. It's not about what you can carry at the end yeah. of the day. If you get the job done, you get it done with attention to detail and make it look smick, that's it. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. So, I still have people writing all the time on my page and they're like, oh, she can't do that. Like, she wouldn't be able to lift that. And I'm like, I literally am carrying, like, almost <laughs> fucking 200 kilo lintels after that. I have, what, um... Over like three and a half meter lintels, and I've carried yeah. them for the back of fresco. And I've literally carried them myself. They're heavy, but they're freaking heavy. I don't know. I would love to know how much they weigh because I've never actually calculated it. But they're really heavy. Um, but then when it comes, I'll put it down, and lean up against the scaffold at the back. But then when it comes to lifting it, there's three, two or three of us on there, like lifting yeah. it. But I can lift it onto my shoulder and walk it over. But it's actually getting it from like I have no upper body strength. So when it yeah. comes to actually going like lifting up above my head, I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. Just get a genie lift under it and wind it up. That's every time. Yeah. Oh yeah, because that's just gonna work for us. But we don't have. <laughs> the um we build double brick over there so we oh, don't have anything okay. to actually lift it up on either so yeah it's different for us wow. <laughs> but. Well, my hack goes off to you because when it comes to upper body strength i'm the exact same i'm like mm, no i know carrying the doors i'm like oh my gosh because it's so big my hands are awkward and i'm like oh, yeah, i need to put awkward. it down like move out of the way <laughs> yeah all my muscles in my legs for sure <laughs> yeah yeah muscles in the legs that's what i rely off really yeah literally <laughs> so what are your hours like working over here in sydney so my hours are just the normal standard tradie hours. So mine's from 7 to 3.30. However, now being on this side of Christmas, like before Christmas, everybody's like rush hour, want to get everything done. Like they needed things done yesterday. So it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So everything after 3.30 with the people that I'm with now, all about Carpentry and Nathan, he's amazing. Like he looks after me so well. I'm so grateful to be with him and their crew. Everything after 3.30 is really optional for us. If you want to stay back and get some overtime, it's like, yep, so, yep, cool, no worries, we'll do that. Or if you want to work on weekends, it's like optional. Hey, I've got work if you want it. So 7 to 3.30, but majority of the time, because of how close it is to Christmas, we need so much done. Yep. I'll just stay back for a little bit or work on weekends. I generally like working on weekends for myself um, to try and get myself out there being like, yep, like independent female tradie, like let's do this. So, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> what does life look like for you outside of work hours? 
Oh my gosh. I'm the biggest girly girl ever. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Legally blonde, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I like to keep my work life and my social life completely different because when I wake up to go to work, like, look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, you look rough this morning. Tie the hair up, brush my teeth. Like, we're out the door. Let's go. Where on weekends, it's like, I'm a girly girl by heart. That's that's who I am. Yeah. I'll put a face and makeup on. I'll wear a pretty dress. I'll put some heels on. Love having a nice handbag, nice jewelry. Like, that's just who I are. Like, yeah. independent woman. So, yeah. of course, on outside, I try not to see people that I work with on the outside because it's like, Faye, what the hell? And I'm like, oh, hey, guys, like, you know, all awkward and, you know, go Yeah, crazy. it is. So it's like, oh, I'm just going to go now. But, yeah, so, yeah, definitely big girly girl. Like, that's that's my heart right there. Yeah. Love getting my nails done, but unfortunately can't. I used to get I my know. lashes done. Oh, oh my, my God. <laughs> I love getting my lashes done. Same. And just, oh, getting my lashes done. I was like, yep, yep. I know, you used to be pretty all the time. Yeah. I did have my nails done, but they kept breaking. I was on yeah, first no, name basis with the girls at the salon. Oh, you're back again, sweetie. I'm like, yes, I chipped my nails. So I was like... We're just going to get rid of the nails, but on Christmas I'll get my nails because that's the only time I can feel like a proper girl by heart. Oh, so. I didn't even bother then because then by the time you get used to having them again, it's yeah. kind of like, oh. Yeah, you have to break them in. Like, I know the you do. Of them, yeah, you tap on your different. Oh. <laughs> Using a laptop. <laughs> like doing everything. Yeah. Oh, it's training. I know. The only thing I miss most about my nails is like massaging your head, like oh, giving your head yes. a good head scratch. Tickles. the best. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. No, but the wind with the lashes though, that's such a pain. Roller I wish, coasters. I've tried it. I Especially like... Oh, when it comes to me, I don't know what it's like on the roof. It'll probably be the same, but yeah. uh, well, you get so much sand blown in your face on the floor, like with me on the floor. Yeah. I feel like they're a bit of a shelter, if I'm being completely honest. Like, I don't know, when I'm closing my eyes, because i got my safety glasses on all the time, safe oh, style glasses. Them, they're hitting them, yeah. yeah. But if you have them out a little bit <laughs> yeah. and, like, your eyes are closed, like, I definitely or like, on a bit of a tilt. I feel like they're a shelter for them. Girls, lashes are a shelter for your eyes. I'm telling you. When <laughs> Guys, they're like, oh. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. Yes and no. They're good. I love them. So, but I just, unfortunately, I'm not going to get them anymore because they were killing my eyelashes. So, yeah, true. Yes. Oh, well, you, you actually did wear them and wear them quite a bit. Yeah, I had them for like two years. Oh, I had to take them off straight away. Oh. It's just the sand, literally. And then, yeah. like, you go to wipe it, I try to get the sand out or anything. And it's just, no, it just doesn't work. Yeah, same with the sawdust, actually. When exactly. I was cutting, it just sit up there. Yeah. And you try and, like, brush it out. Everything just, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably another reason why the sawdust. And yeah. when I'd have my string line in my hand, the black chalk would go over it. I'd rub it, like, you know, because you don't even know. And it goes yeah. everywhere. It's so, like, translucent. Yeah. Touch everything. And I'm. Oh, yeah, I'm completely different when I walk off, when I yeah. walk off site, when I chalk out. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, that's it. We're going to close that chapter. Chalk out days are the best, though. Yeah. It's just the start of the job. It's nice and easy. Yeah. Then you get to, like, day two, day three, and you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> the, last, the last day on the job's the worst. Yeah. I hate the last day. <laughs> what are some things that you don't like being about, uh, don't like about being a chippy? Um, there's not a lot that I could say that, oh, I hate about it. I, there are only two things that shine to me when they're like, oh, what's like, you know, the negative about it is the port lose yeah. I foul, foul, <laughs> foul, foul. That's it. I struggle. It's going in there and I'm like, oh no, it's even more violating when I went to one side and there was a hole in the roof of it and it was a double story house. So the balcony came over. So if anyone was on that balcony, they would have seen me popping a squat in the Portaloo. Oh for my sure. God. So I was a bit violated by that. Portaloos are just a no-no. Like I would drive to go the toilet or whatever during my break. It's just, yeah. And the pay, the pay for the chippies is ridiculous considering how much heavy labouring there is, how much we have to actually remember. Like there's so much in the carpentry region. Like you've got framing, eaves, cladding, internal work, like fix outs, door handles, externals, like your decks and everything. There's so much in the carpentry industry region. Like 
it's like surely we get a bigger pay. We're out there busting balls in the heat. And people mm. in the office are getting more. So I'm just like... I think that's every trade in general. Though, yeah. Let's be honest. Like, yeah. Oh, the electricians like, get more. Chippies oh. get a lot more money than bricklayers are. You reckon? <laughs> the pay. This is the pay. It's just like, oh, come on. Like, I don't know. I Do feel you know like, what that sounds like? You need to start your business. Uh, oh, my <laughs> gosh. I would love to. It's just, yeah, everything's a stepping stone. Yeah. As I said before, just not putting pressure on the situation because that's when you just start stressing. It's yeah. like, oh, my gosh, calm down. So if it happens, like, I'm definitely not going to close down that opportunity. Yeah. It's going to happen. But yeah. right now... I'm loving the way everything's going, so we're just going to stay with that. Yeah, and you know what? Enjoy it while you can as well. Yeah, 100%. It's stressful having a business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, doing a little bit of like the on the weekends because obviously Sydney Builder Chick is a brand and an organised – like it's a platform. I want women and young girls to come in and be like, hey, I need help with this or help, help with that. And it's a brand for me to be able to go out to organisations and whatnot. So having that – Sydney Builder Chick has made me step more into like the socials where people want me to be seen in front of, I don't know, like I met Albanese a while ago, like Mm -hmm. that Sydney Builder Chick, the brand got to meet Albanese is a big thing or Carpentry Australia is another massive thing for me. They're a great organisation and they've pulled me along like Carpentry Australia and Sydney Builder Chick. Having that brand has opened up pathways as well for me yeah. to be able to do other things with everyone. So having that's great too. So yeah, it's a big, big platform. So maybe that will one day become something a little bit more. But at the moment, it's that's yeah, yeah. It's, it's a platform for me to be able to get out there a little bit more. Yeah. And with the builders' registrations, if you I guess were to go like more into supervising or whatever the next step is, can you see yourself doing that soon, or do you reckon you'll stay being a GP for? A little bit longer. I think I'll be staying on the tools for it. I love being on the yeah. tools. I don't know. Like when you pack up the end of the day and look up, look back and reflect at the work you've done, it's like, damn. Yeah. That's good. Like, I don't know. I just think thinking even up the tools right now is just no. It's but obviously, early, yeah. yeah, way too early. And I'm still so young. Like I'm only turning 21 next year. Yeah. So it's like, no, this is the time to shine. We're in the peak era. Like we just got to go out there and smash it. <laughs> so, but... Being a female, you obviously things wander in your head like, oh, one day you're going to want to have kids and a family and you physically can't be working while you're pregnant on site. I think it's a bit too dangerous. So obviously when I'm ready to have that, which is not for a very long time, but when I'm ready to have that, that's (laughs) when I'll probably start doing supervising a little bit more and getting into that side of things. But I love having the power on site and be like, yep, I built that. Or, you know, yeah. you talk to people and it's like, yeah, like you can jump in on their conversation because you know what's going on. Like, yeah, yeah. Just I love that. Knowledge, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm not ready to put the tools down, guys. We're going to keep powering for it. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some rewarding experience in your line of work or that has your line of work has led you to? My builders, for sure. My builders, me being a carpenter has opened up a pathway for me to complete my builders. Obviously, you have in your builder certificate, you're open to so many more big job opportunities. Like you can work in high rise buildings. You can work on these amazing structures that you physically need your builder's license to even attend to. Um, And also being a collaborative brand with Carpentry Australia, me being a carpenter and fully qualified, has opened up the opportunity to be able to go with the collaboration and be able to collaborate with Carpentry Australia, which is amazing. They're a massive platform for chippies around Australia and for them to want to team up with me because I'm a part of their team now. So it's really exciting. I was like, yes, because I've been following them on Instagram for so long. Yeah. So to be able to team up with Carpentry Australia is 
bloody awesome. Yeah. Like it's it's amazing. I get to go to places with them and everything. So I was gonna say, what does that involve you doing being teamed up with them? So a lot of like the socials, we're we're big on the socials. We need it because that's how they get their brand and their name out there. Mm-hmm. Constantly posting about other chippies, the field of work. It's a great platform for people to get work um, if you need a help with or advice. Like it's awesome. I went to the membership um, event in Sydney probably three weeks ago maybe and it was awesome like everyone was so friendly we all asked each other like advice we got along um we had some trivia like it it was just a great platform for everyone to be able to get along and just chat and be like this is a carpentry life so being able to be with them as well as open up opportunities I've never been to Melbourne before and they're asking me to go to Melbourne with them because they're from Melbourne they're based in Melbourne Mm -hmm. um so I kind of hold like their Sydney platform a little bit but being able to go with them to Melbourne is amazing because then I can do events down there. I can do um, collaborational things with them and get to know more of their mem- member team down in Melbourne. So, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I feel yeah, it's and great. And how did they actually find you? Was that all through your social media as well? I think it is all through socials. Yeah. Like, I actually don't remember how it all came about, but I think it was um, I messaged them. I think it was me messaging and saying, I love your tops and hoodies, I think. Don't don't judge me, but I think it was that. Cause when I see You're just people, trying to slide into their Yeah, DMs. like I, I love all the hoodies that anyone has. I'm like, yeah, I love a yeah, hoodie. I need yeah. to get my hands on that. And they said, be a member with us and it will open up so many opportunities for you. And I was like, okay. So I became a member with them and then boom. As soon as the membership so it was came in. So initially reached out with it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. yeah. And then they're like, yep, you're like, we'll have a meeting and all that. Went to the membership, first met them all the first time there. They're like, yep. Like, this is who we are. This is what we're about. Do you want to join us? And I was like, oh my gosh. So sitting down with them, having to talk to them, what they're about a little bit more, going into depth about that was like, oh my gosh, like this is actually happening. Yeah. And it's the big exposure as well that I said to them, I want to be, when I die, I want to be known for something that I've done on this world. Like I want to be known for me making someone's life easier or helping them. I just want to be known. Mm -hmm. So they said, like, let's do it. Like, why stop? Let's go. So they were so supportive and they're like, let's get it. So I was like, yep, okay, cool. So they've been amazing. So I think being a carpenter has opened up that pathway of me being able to join the Carpentry Australia team, which is amazing. Yeah. And that already is such a big network for yourself. So yeah, that is yeah. Incredible. Having, yeah, a massive network like themselves with collaboration of Sydney Builder Chic is like, holy crap. And it's also breaking the stigma between, is that the word stigma? Diversity? Yeah, we'll go with that. Diversity. (laughs) Breaking like the barrier between women and males. Like we can definitely do anything. And I think them having me on board is breaking that as well. It's like women can do it too. Yeah. So I think that's what they're aiming to do as well. Having such young, inspiring females in as like opening pathways that girls can actually come into them and be like, hey, this is what we want to do. And they can network them out to other companies around Sydney, Melbourne, wherever. So, yeah. So are you? Are there many other females? Have you met anyone else yet within the Carpentry Australia? Or I'm, just- I'm hoping that I do when I go to Melbourne because I okay. feel like there's a lot of female Carpentry ambassadors down in Melbourne. Like yeah. you've got Beth Builds, you've got Bards Builds, you've got Melbourne Chippy Chick. I did meet Maddie, which is Sydney Chippy Chick. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. But these girls are all from Melbourne. So I feel like they've got a bigger, they've got more people down in Melbourne. So I'm pretty sure me going to Melbourne, they're going to try and meet me up and link them up with everyone so I can get to talk to them and do like just something with them. They said, they said, we'll try and get you together with some other girls down there so you can meet them and talk to them a little bit more. Yeah. So I was like, 
Yes. Okay. That would be so exciting. Yeah. So, it would be. It'd be good. Yeah. That's all you need is like a little community that gets to know everyone. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited for you. <laughs> Thank you. So good. Because I want to go on a trip. <laughs> I'm in Sydney. Yeah, it's a lot more own expense, guys. I don't like this. Oh. <laughs> so do you have any advice that you want to give to any other young females looking at getting into the trade? Yes. Like, all I can say is don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on the idea of you wanting – not the idea – you wanting to do something because you're not going to let Jobo down the road tell you what to do. You can't do this. You can't do that. Who are you? You're nobody. Don't mm. tell me what I can do because I know what I'm capable of. If you want something so bad, fight for it. You're your own individual and the only person who's going to say yes or no to you is yourself. So if you put yourself first, all hands in, all hands on deck and back, you know what? I want this. We're going to get it. No one's going to stop you because that's what you want at the end of the day. So. Yeah. Yeah, don't give up. Just keep fighting for you what you want. That's yeah, what I say. Absolutely. <laughs> Honestly, because of how physical I am with work, running around, like especially as I said before, close to Christmas, all under the pump, all hands on deck, trying to get everything done. I'm constantly. If I hopped off the tools, I'd probably be a lot heavier and a lot bigger oh, yeah. than what I am. But because I'm always fit and on my feet. I think it's helped me stay so skinny and petite. But, yeah, I am actually after uh, after school. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Here we go. Deja vu. Um, no, after work, I will go once a week to my personal trainer and she'll just train me up and everything. And then if I'm free throughout the week, because I like to try and do other things like, I don't know, go see some friends, um, go see my partner because he's from Shell Harbour. So there's a big difference from between us. Um, get things ready for the next day or like, you know, go measure you up know. jobs. Yeah. yeah. Just want to do something other than that. So yeah, I will go to the gym or my obviously my trainer, but just try and keep myself busy. I'm like, I don't know. There's so many things to do out there. Just keep yeah. busy. Oh, that's awesome though. It sounds yeah. like you also got a good social life as well. So that's good. Yes, I yeah. try I try to keep in contact with my friends because at the end of the day, like you don't know what tomorrow holds. So I think just keeping in contact with them, asking how they're going and having a quick five-minute conversation with them is not going to do any harm to anyone. It's just making sure that everyone's okay. And I have a goddaughter too. So trying to see her once a week or twice a week is very important to me because she's the little love of my life. So, yeah, yeah. yeah doing that. I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cute. Honestly, I'm just like, I don't want kids my own just yet, but oh, my God, I just love seeing them. But it's this good because you can return them. Exactly. <laughs> I was about to say that. I was about to say that. You can have them and play with them for as long as you want and when you're you're ready to go home, yeah. you can return. Yeah, it's not I, your problem. Don't like, have to deal with it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that's why I love being a godmother because it's like I can return and walk away and it's not my problem. So yeah. just feed us some lollies on the side without a mum yeah, knowing. Just a dumb. <laughs> but you know what? They're the worst. They're little snitches. They're just like, what did you have today? I had this. Oh, yeah. And then like, you get the phone reason. call. It's like, what did you give my child? And it's like, oh, just a couple of lollies on the way back yeah. from preschool. So, yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Felicity, before we wrap things up today, I'm just going to ask you three rapid fire questions that I ask everyone that I interview. Oh, okay. So the first one is, what is something that you implement into your daily routine to always be consistent? <clears throat> oh, I don't I actually don't know. Um, I think, well, every morning I will probably take a quick little video on my Instagram and be like, good morning, guys, with lots of energy and be like, this is what I'm doing today. Share that. So I think having that maybe and I don't know, I'm a big morning person. So me going around and saying good morning to all my team who I'm with in the morning is like, yeah, good morning, guys. This is what I'm doing today, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I think coming home to my family and just playing like little things like good day, bad day, having that with my family is important because it's giving me consistency to always stay positive because you're waking up happy and you're coming home happy to a good family. So 
What's good know. day, bad day? Good day, bad day. You don't know what that is. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe maybe my family and I just very open and honest. We sit at the table and we'll have dinner and be like, all right, so how was your day? What was the good thing? What was the bad thing? You know, and we just go around the table. Oh, so, so it's yeah. like a daily accountability set with yeah, the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just right. because we're all so busy. Like my brother's a first-year apprentice electrician. My dad, he has he runs his own business um, in partnership. And then my mum works at a cemetery as well. So, like, we're all so busy. Mm. My brother comes back. He does sport. Dad either working late or mum's working late or doing other things. So I think having that dinner time at like seven o'clock might be late for some people, but we get to sit down as a family and be like, all right, how's your day? What was the good thing? What was the bad thing? So that's yeah. incredible. Do you know what? It's different because no one's social. I don't, not many people socialize the family anymore. Like yeah. I know that we all eat different times in our house. Um, yeah. Like I'll have my own food because I meal prep during the week because I like to eat early. Then yeah. my brother and dad eat well, they eat together when mum dishes it to them because she yeah. cooks for them. Yeah. And then she'll <laughs> like do all the dishes and everything and then yeah. she'll sit down like another hour after them. So yeah. that's actually really like nice to hear that. Yeah. Like, that's I want my family to be like that. Like yeah. n- get rid of technology, get rid of like the separates. Yeah. Like, sitting down together, that's amazing. Well, that used to be us. We were a complete shit show. We were all over the shop because of the trainings, the sports, the work hours. Yeah. Mum said regardless, I don't care how late it is, we all get home and we all have dinner, even if it's three times a week because we're all out on weekends. Like, I'm either home or I'm not home or we're all camping together because I still go camping with them because they're great. Why not? But having that set time and actually talking, you get so much off your chest. So that's my consistency, making sure that I'm home to have dinner with my family and talk to them because that's that's just what we do. That's normal in our household. But we might not always get the opportunity to do it, but as long as we do it at least twice a week, it's like, okay, yep. So, yeah. Having I love that. it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, number two, uh, what is your proudest accomplishment so far? Um, oh, being prob- possibly if we don't, if Master Builders discovers that no one else steps up for it, the youngest female qualified builder in Australia for sure. That's massive. To have well, shoulders. by the time we release this episode, we'll be able to. We'll know that. Oh yeah, we'll so, get some people rolling in. I'm yeah. like, yep, all right, let's go. Like, yep, yeah. let's see. Oh, so. that's so exciting. Yes. And you. if you weren't a chippy, what would you be? Oh, my, a veterinary nurse. Really? I shit you not. I wanted to do that in high school. And when I started doing, they prep you into studies. So they start getting you ready as if you were to sit your HSC or whatnot. Um, I think in year nine and ten, they're prepping us. Um, they got my results back, and they're like, yeah, no. This is in no disrespect, Felicity, but this is not going to happen. Your grades are so low. Yeah, I was my bra- my grades were so bad. The only thing that I got aces in was construction and timber. Yeah, that's it. Like, so yeah, this is yeah. yeah. So I was that like, sound good. I was like, okay, all right, no worries. I wasn't sad about it because I'm like, you know what? There's so many different more opportunities. And he goes, but mm. your grades are really good in construction. Why don't you try that? And I was like, you know what? Okay. So Do you know yeah. what? One, one door closes, the other one opens. <laughs> exactly. So, so we're, we're not going to get sad about it. Like we are where we are today. Yeah. So you just got to, as much as it sucks and you're like, why did this happen? You won't know in that period of time, but as years come on, it's like, okay, I get it. This is why it's happened because, you know, mm. it's just one of those moment things, you guess. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of Let's thank Talk Trading. Is, is there anything else that you did want to add before we end things? Um, you're killing it. Like, this is bloody great. You've come to Sydney to do podcasts and everything. <laughs> do your master build, do, do your builders. I'm telling you, if you don't do it, 
I'll be texting yeah, you. Yeah, you'll be on my back. I'll, I'll be coming for you. <laughs> nah, so. really, nah, you're actually really inspiring me, so I'm definitely <laughs> going to do it now because now I'm just like, oh, I'm definitely feeling behind. So <laughs> No, you're not. Look at this as an advantage. You're doing a podcast to get, you know, your name out there and everything. Oh, absolutely. So, and you know what? Well, after people probably hearing this, they're going to be like, do your builders. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's a stepping stone. That's the beauty of this podcast. That's what I want to do is I want to bring people of like that are influential as well that are doing so much more than just the trade. Yeah. And then like you're inspiring me today. Oh, so I love hearing that. Thank you. You're inspiring me to do big, bigger and better things too. So it's been so great. Thank you so much for having me Thank today. Thank you so really much for joining it. me. No, of course. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Let's Talk Tradies. If you like this episode or think you might know someone that could get something from this episode, please like it and share it on your Instagram stories and Tag me in at Let's Talk Tradies.